They just show a picture like who who hot right now? Who everybody everybody loves Stacey Abrams? Everybody thinks Stacey Abrams is just the sun rising on her ass. Right, right, okay. right. They show Stacey Abrams smiling and all that and happy. Now, if they want to wipe her down, she break the rules. If she go against her mission, where they got her while she's in the media, why they put her in front of cameras, they will show her messed up, looks like she just came off a crack pipe. They'll show a bad picture, put a bad piece of copyright under that baby, and next thing you know, you know, Stacey Havis might not be what we thought she was. You know, and these people are heroes and things that they made, they give you these people. They give you, right. y'all don't even know what y'all believe in. And y'all ready to, y'all ready to fight for that? You will fight, you will argue with somebody, you argue with your kids, but you argue about that, but you don't even know the truth. Traveling is so important when you go, especially as a, you know, uh, well, anytime, older or younger, but as a young person, you really can get out and go to other countries in the world because you really don't have any, uh, you know, responsibilities at that age, like, you know, 20 or something, you're kind of just out there. But I remember when we went to, uh, I was in a company, this is 2006, I think, and we went to uh, the south of France. Uh, which is probably my pl- my favorite place to go because I, I didn't want to go because I wasn't familiar with Monaco. You know, I wasn't familiar with uh, South of France and um, French Riviera. But I, when we went, you know, because it was a free trip that you earned, we was there for a week. I'm like, this place is beautiful. I didn't know how many millionaires lived there in that area, and, and, I'm, and it was just a whole different world. But my point is, you know, I would go into some of the stores and I would talk to the people, and I realized that their whole thought about America is not what we thought. <laughs> the whole teaching, everything that we heard, is not what they heard, and everything that they heard is not what we heard. You know what I'm saying? So when we turn on our news and our, and our, and we listen to our world, we hear it from our perspective. And when you go to their world, and turn, they hear it from their perspective. So, you know, people in America really think that this, it, you know, if I compare it to everything going around the world, that it is the greatest ask for having more freedom and things like that. But it's a lot of things that we're fed to believe is not true. Just like it's a lot of things that they were fed to believe is not true. And it's just amazing when you travel to these different places and you and you see the thought process of people. You know, they're talking about that now that, you know, in Russia, what they're feeding them about the Ukraine is not close to what what Ukraine is telling them what's happening to it's It's what we hear all the time is what we believe. And that's what bothers me when you turn on the local news in every city or state. The first 10, 15 minutes is how bad black folks are. You know, they're going to go to the projects. They're going to go find, you know, murder. They're going to go find something that talks about us. Instead of You could do those first 15 minutes on good things that we're doing. Because I believe 85% or 90% of us, we're doing good things, 10% or not. But if you feed that to us on a regular basis over and over and over, and you as a, as a child, you sit up growing up watching the news, and that's all they show, then you're going to assume that's who you are. You know what I'm saying? But that's, you know, because when they show the, the good guy, he's white, and the black guys are bad guys. And so, you know, that that belief, that's where the beliefs come from. And uh, and I believe also that the only way to change it is what we're doing here. 
the books that we read, the environments we come into, the separation that we have to have from people. Um, that's the only way that I think it can be changed. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And everything you said from when you were talking about your moms and the university she was going through with school, the understanding of racism only makes sense through one scope. And this is what I believe. This is my personal belief. My personal belief is with the indoctrination and the institutionalization of slavery did it to us as a culture and as a people and what we've handed down, we look at a lot of symptoms of the poison that was given us. The poison that was given us is we do not believe in war. And when I say that, what I'm talking about is the, the, the naivety and the docility of our minds that this rainbow coalition, unicorns going to come through the sky, we all supposed to just get along. Other cultures, like the Ukraine-Russian thing, people think, oh, this is so terrible. This is, this is nothing. That's not even news. That's what happens. You got mm -hmm. Ukraine, you got Russia. These things been boiling over. They got to get some stuff off their chest. This is a cleansing. Mm -hmm. This is what that is. Either. Okay? So if not for war, we would still be picking cotton. Like, people don't get that. We don't get that because the number one tool of any war, and this is what racism is about. This is the reason why you got the picture of the white Jesus. This is the reason why the television shows show white people in prominence. The news shows white people in prominence. It's the reason why white people to commit crimes and use their, uh, their networks and their money to pay their way out of trouble, and they throw black folks in cages or poor people in cages. Poor people say too. But we look at it as we keep looking for this, this human side of it, this, this Oh, if we just could teach them, if you spend more time around black people, then you would. No, you wouldn't. How many of the people that you know that's black you like? Let's get for real. Let's talk to your own family. And somebody, if we would just get to know each other and understand each other, see, no, that's stupid. This is war. We don't understand war. And I'm getting somewhere with this. The okay. number one thing, and I would ask everybody that's on the call, if you've you got to read this guy. you got to at least read one book by this guy. He's brilliant, and he might be possessed by Satan. He's dead now. His name is Edward Bernays, B-E-R-N-A-Y-S, Edward Bernays. He is the father of propaganda. Propaganda is the most effective, most effective, most powerful, necessary tool in any war, and that's what you was talking about. They feed the lies to nationalism. So you get so, so pumped up. Propaganda is really just lies. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's lies. true. What it is is it's an agenda. I'm going to feed you an agenda. Does anybody know why we eat breakfast? Where did breakfast come from? Why do we think bacon, sausage, orange juice, toast? <laughs> yeah. That's the food well, pyramid they fed us, right? <laughs> where did it come from? Where did it come yeah. from? It, and we, and we, and this is what I'm talking about. man thought it up to sell his food. <laughs> The pig farmers need to move product. Everything right. is about the economy. See, we want to right. make this stuff with other stuff. And see, when right. you're fighting stuff that ain't there, you're never going to get nowhere. This is why people be so hurt about racism. Racism, racism. it's war, dude. Uh, 
It's war, and it's all about the money. That Ukraine Russia thing is about money. Yeah, about it's money. the paper trail. Why? Why is it that? Listen, there's other wars going on in other countries. Why is America why concerned about this one? Yeah. Why are you concerned yeah. about this? Where right. Joe Biden's son do business at? Go figure right. it out. Go Google. Where Joe Biden's right. son do business at? This is about money. Right. We don't understand that. This is a war. Everything is about war. That's why they got the white jeans up there. I can't remember the exact one, but one of the slave revolts, I don't think it was Nat Turner. I think it might have been Denmark Messi. It was, because it wasn't Nat Turner. Nat Turner actually did it. This was a brother. He had planned it. Organized, it was like probably the biggest plan to organize slave revolt, but it didn't come off. It didn't come off. So I'm going to give you a short story. So anyway, they had planned, they had planned this revolt, and due to the weather conditions, they couldn't organize like they wanted to. So they weren't going to have all their men. So they waited. And, of course, the house nigga go tell on them. So it didn't come off. If it wasn't been for the weather or whatever the conditions were. I think, I'm, you know, sometimes a story like that. If it wasn't been for the conditions, they would have came off. So when they right. got the, the, the head, when they got the leader, they asked him, what made you think? Because this was, like, well organized. They, had, that, they, they were so organized, people coming from different places, they were going to put it down. He said, what made you see this? And this, what, this, this goes to see your point about the white jeans, symbolism, very strong. This was in, one thing in Virginia. I think it was in Virginia. Dude said, the picture told me, basically. Say, what picture? At that point, the sale of Virginia, I think it was Virginia, had a person of color, like a Cherokee uh, Indian or something. It was like a person of color standing up in victory with his foot on a white man. And he said, that's not new. I could win. Mm. And they changed that skill instantly. And then they, that's where they got hit the symbolism, the power of symbolism. That's why they show you certain stuff, flash you certain stuff. These images of blacks always being pitiful, always begging, always mm -hmm. looking to the white master, always, you know, so I want to get too excited. I want to go too far. But read Edward Bernays. You need to start reading different stuff. Right, if right. you read Edward Bernays, you'll stop watching the news. Like, it's, it's hard for me to watch movies, the news. It's all game. I respect Like, I watch it differently now. I'm like, oh, that's a good game. I see that. I see what you're doing. That's good. That's going to get people. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah I see what y'all do. I beat y'all game. And y'all yeah. can't beat racism because you could. They didn't beat war out of us. We don't think war is necessary. We won't fight for nothing. We won't right. fight for nothing. Listen, they just came out of Roe way. All the white women in the, in the street rolling around, crying. They started marching, everything. The, like the people that wanted Donald Trump in, what who what the people look like? They was at the Capitol. And we mm -hmm. think that's crazy. See, see, this is what we don't understand, because we don't understand history. Go back in your history. They used to do duels in the courthouse. They used to rumble in the courthouse. The people with them wigs on, that's a part of history they tell us in school. They used to rumble. That's why you down fist fight. We don't want to believe in nothing. We won't fight for nothing. We won't fight for nothing, right. man. So we ain't got nothing. Cause we well, think we're we all got to get along. I'm sorry, I'm good. I'm done. Well, 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 you know, that's what Malcolm was saying, and Martin was saying. Well, we don't need to do that. We need to be peaceful, you know. Uh, and we shouldn't fight. And Malcolm was like, that was a different story. But you know, Martin became more popular and more famous. Uh, oh, I bet he did. Of course he did. You're like, oh, this is the greatest propaganda in the world. That's what Malcolm said. He said, they said, well, why? Well, you think they believed in Martin more? He said, well, when they looked at Martin and they looked at me, I think they liked Martin better. <laughs> they didn't want to hear my stuff. They, they they had somebody they could really push up, you know what I'm saying, because they didn't want to hear that. Um, 
So I know some people be fighting over that, man. It's got to be peaceful. You got to like, how you going to teach peace to evil people, to people who like the war? They like to fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you going to do that? Well, it, it worked. No, it worked because the opposite was Malcolm. A dude punches you. It didn't work. When did it work? Well, no, I'm saying things changed because they didn't. Well, I don't know if you call that working. Some people might say that's not working. But when they looked at, I'd rather deal with Mal- Martin rather than Malcolm. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. that standpoint. Yeah. And then yeah. they do. Now think about this. Go back. I'm going to tell you what propaganda does. Propaganda paint a picture of Malcolm X. You didn't know Malcolm X. You know Malcolm right. X and what people say. That's why I tell you, when you read about a person, don't read the book by a dude about a dude. If the right. dude's in that it. book, I don't want to read right. it. If you want to live with the book, I don't right. want to read it. Because you can you say anything. Read his story. Yeah, you want to read it. And I'm saying, when you read his story or even follow him, you'll see that he is not as radical as people tried to make him. You know, he just Absolutely. told the truth about everything. But it was almost like because he had that X there that, you know, they took that and uh, and that's what they tried to make radical. Uh, but let me let me read this right quick for Preacher Man before I go, because Rich Preacher Man texted this now. Uh, tell me what you think about this. He says, meanwhile, every year in the books, Martin Luther King's nose gets a little thinner and his lips a little bit smaller. A thousand years from now, if whites are still in power, they would be saying that King was white. He said, that's why all people should be against tearing down statues of slave owners or getting rid of books. It allows people to destroy facts and evidence and turn it into a nation of beliefs. And beliefs have hurt the masses and not helped. You know, we're living in colonialism 2.0, and we just let it happen. Let's see you break them chains, Tony. <laughs> so what do you think about that? Fully agree. That's probably, I fully agree. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a revisionist history. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a revisionist history. And we're not well read. Like, we don't want to collect old books. Like, that's why I'm on a mission now. Like, I go around, and I plan this year to go in prison because the brother hit me onto it. I didn't even think about it like that. When all this computer stuff, the e-books and all this, mm-hmm. he said, brother, be careful. He said what they're about to do is if they take all the truth off the shelves and burn them up, what's going to be left? Whatever yeah. they told you in the e-book. Hey. And if mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they yeah. always tell us without us even thinking about it. I'm gonna have to find that. It's a movie out that um, had um, uh, what's the guy in Show Me the Money that said uh, the, the the athlete that played uh, and also in Denzel movie. Um, who, yeah, Cuba Gooden, Cuba Gooden Jr. Yeah, it's a movie out where it talks about in the movie they destroyed every single book in the world. Every single book was destroyed. And uh, and it was like, well, I don't want to tell the story, but y'all can Google that and look for that movie because they've already put it out there that that's their goal. And yeah. so it, to, to kill history. So, but like you said, collecting books, that's something that, you know, when you see these old bookstores and all with the old books in there, I always run through there and get something for a dollar or two that's out there that we don't. Because a lot of us are just doing away with books altogether. We don't want to read. That's a part of the system that's pushing us to short letters. I mean, short uh, text, you know, Instagram and Facebook. You know, everything is short, no deep reading. And that's a part of the system also that, uh, man. All right, give me a closing statement, Lou. We got to go. What you, what you, what you say about our conversation this morning? Um, I would say all in all, 
Dig deep before you accept the belief. Question, start at zero and question everything. Dig deep before you, big a, you believe a belief and question everything that you believe because I'm going to be honest with you. Now I'm going to tell you probably wrong. Now I'm going to tell you probably wrong. If you, can't, if you can't break it down, if I told you prove that and you ain't ready, you're like, okay, I got these three books here. Take some note here. Pull that up on Google. We did that. If you can't defend it like that, you're probably wrong. If you can't stand wow. on the desk strong, well, everybody thinks that. What you mean by that? You just trying yeah, to yeah, talk yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, you, you the only one, you crazy. Right. If you can't yeah. defend it all in, if you ain't got three to four references, three to four witnesses to defend this thing and break it down, you probably wrong. So stop saying it. And then this is the other problem, to believe something not true and then want to talk about it. <laughs> That's horrible. You just spreading bull crap now. And please read that Edward Bernays. Read something by him. Uh, you don't need to get that one now. That, uh, uh, He's got a whole of you, public opinion. Yeah. Ain't nothing as powerful as propaganda because you got to tell your own story. I'm going to tell you this. That helped get me out of prison. I got hit to wow. that because you develop your own story, your own narrative. Wow. You develop your own narrative. You got to pay. So this is what marketing is. This is, what, is it for sale? Well, for well, you know what? That's what Trump did. He created his own fake news, uh, uh, Crooked Hillary. I mean, he just kept saying it over and over and over. <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna lock Crooked Hillary up. We're gonna build a wall. Ain't do none of it. Ain't do <laughs> but yeah, that's marketing though. And that's yeah. one thing that the Democrats never had is marketing. They don't. They yeah. have these. You don't know how to market. You can't win. I don't care who true. I don't care what's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know how powerful it is. They just show a picture, like, who who hot right now? Who everybody? Everybody loves Stacey Abrams. Everybody thinks Stacey Abrams is just the sun rising on her right, ass. Right, okay. right, right. They show Stacey Abrams smiling and all that and happy. Now, if they want to wipe her down, she break the rules. If she go against her mission, where they got her while she's in the media, while they put her in front of cameras, they will show her messed up, look like she just came off a crack pipe. They'll show a bad picture, put a bad piece of copyright under that baby, and next thing you know, you know, Stacey Abrams might not be what we thought she was. You know, and these people are heroes and things that they didn't make. They give you these people. They give you. Y'all don't even know what y'all believe in. And y'all ready to y'all ready to fight for that? You will fight. You argue with somebody. You argue with your kids, but you argue about that. But you don't even know the truth. You argue about protecting Stacey Abrams, Hillary Clinton. But remember, everybody thought Bill Clinton was the best thing since sliced bread. Now all of a sudden, nobody wants to be Clinton. Oh, we black. Come on, man. We ridiculous, man. Hey, hey, I tell you what. Bill capitalized off of that more than anybody I can. He became a multi-millionaire off of that because Bill went to Harlem. He bought all the old property around there in that area. Then he moved into Harlem and and lived there, which took the value up because everybody's like, Bill Clinton is moving. I mean, he knew he played the game like I don't know what and became a multi-millionaire just off of Harlem and him playing that game of being the brother that we said he was because he blew he blew that sax on uh on Arsenio Hall that night. <laughs> oh, let me give you a quick point. Let me give you a quick point. Right. Back in this is like oh oh six oh six oh seven. I was in Marion. They used to have these Bible studies, but what it was, it was these leaders' conferences. So it would be like Miles Monroe, all the big boys from over mm-hmm. from all over the world. It was a dude out in China that got that had the biggest church, and they would have global leaders there. I heard Hillary Clinton speak. I heard Hillary Clinton speak, and she talked about the power of chaos, the power of confusion, the power of natural disasters, never let a, a catastrophe go wasted. 
and how this is how we can shape lives. And when people are confused, it, no other time are we more powerful to be able to move. I'm talking about some real live New World Order stuff. And this, this they hide it, but we don't want to read that. I don't read them books by George Washington because, see, I just read black books. I just read yeah. books that got my African. I, didn't I just read, read the, the Bible. Bible. I, didn't, I didn't read the Bible. Go get Thomas Jefferson. Do you, have you read the Federalist Papers? They got to tell you. They don't hide it. Like I said, right. it, it, it's open. They, that's why they get so, that's why they look yeah. too crazy. When you say crazy stuff, like, this is how it works. What are you talking about? It's hid to us because we don't pick up boots, Lou. So. I'm talking about, I'm looking at this woman like, oh, my God. Like, this is a this is some real, and this is some old stuff. So this is like old stuff. This is something they've been doing since the beginning of the world. So that's what I knew when certain stuff happened. Swine flu, bird flu, the peanut butter bag, COVID. Mm. They do this on purpose because they don't know which one's going to get you. It's like marketing. It's like a, it's like a campaign. Well, COVID might not have got him, but we're going to talk about diabetes. Maybe diabetes will confuse him. We're going to talk about heart disease here. We're going to talk about foster kids. We're going to talk about rape over here. We're going to talk about Roe versus Wade. We, one of them will get him. One of them will get him. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> which one. Right, man, I, I, hey, we got to stop, man. Well, I'll call you later and we'll finish this. On the phone with us. Yeah, you can talk, you can talk we can use yeah. our own language there, but uh, <laughs> hey, man! But I appreciate you every Friday when you get a chance. And I'm gonna tell you this: you ain't locked into this, man. You know, I know you busy and stuff. So if you can't get on on Fridays, I'm good. We can keep going. But if you can pop on, just let me know because sometimes you might not. You know, I don't, I don't want to make you feel responsible for this. I just want to see you, you know, get what you, what what's due to you from the education you you know turn yourself around and, and and man keep grinding i swear every time i every time i see stuff like podcasts and i'll be thinking about you saying i want to i can get lou on there i want because man what you have to say bruh you know the world needs to hear it i'm just proud that you turned your life around and because coming out of there after 22 years man and you know self-educating yourself in there is powerful and and you need to be Example. Now, not you know, like you said, you know, you you paid the price for what you did, and you're not you know high net. But a person who could change like you, the world needs to hear, man. So if if you can get on here, get on here. If not, you know, I'm still good. You can just let me know. So you know, I want to lock you down. Push it to the-